I'd like to take a few minutes and have us reflect upon one word that's used hundreds of times in both the Old and uh, the New Testament. Uh, and this one word is peace, and it's directly associated uh, with Jesus Christ. Let me offer you three little um, scripture segments. The first is out of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. A child will be born to us. A son will be given to us. And the government will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Prince of Peace. The second we've already heard a little bit from Luke chapter 2. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. And last from John 14, Peace I leave you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I have said these things to you, that in me, Jesus, you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. If I could ask you a question tonight, when was the first time that you experienced the peace of God in your life? I have a little picture to show you, because it's part of my story when I had that first, uh, say, spiritual uh, awakening when I sensed the, uh, the peace of God uh, in, in my heart. And they'll, they'll put up this little picture. And uh, <laughs> uh, I think you can see uh, who I am. And even as a little boy, I had a, kind, of a, kind of a big-headed Irishman. Uh, but if you look right next to me, you see a really handsome, handsome nine-year-old boy. Uh, can you guess who he is? Joe Perello. He's on the right. <laughs> and, uh, and there's another uh, Medford scoundrel. He's in the back. Not the priest, by the way. <laughs> I, just, I just realized what I said. Uh, but uh, off of Joe's right shoulder is, uh, is one of Joe and my, one of our our dear friends, Mike Cashy, and, and if you've been, if you track with me on, on Facebook, only a few people do, but you know that, uh, that the three of us have reconnected and been doing some hiking, did some hiking over the summer. But a couple weeks ago, we know that um, Dot Perello's mother, Beverly, went home to be with the Lord, and as Providence would have it, uh, Michael and I were sitting together, and I honestly don't know how I, we got on this conversation, but the conversation was about the things we have remembered um, in church through, through our years. And I said to Michael, I said, Michael, there is a, there is a memory that I have that is, that is burned uh, in my mind, and I, and I think about it often. We were Cub Scouts, nine years old. We went to an ecumenical service at uh, First Baptist in Malden. And um, it was my, my first time in a, 
in a Protestant church, and I was hoping the ceiling didn't come down, but, but it was a, a remarkable uh, service. We were holding candles. We were singing. And in the middle of that, as a nine-year-old boy, I recognized that God was in my midst, and I felt his peace in my heart as a nine-year-old. I share that with Michael. Michael goes, Michael said this, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Wasn't that amazing? And the kid that sang. See, God, in his grace, is, is looking for hearts. You know, you can't plan things like that. I was just grateful it wasn't my phone going on. But God interrupts us when we least expect it. The little piano key is a good illustration of that. Unexpected, unplanned, yet purposeful. And that very well could be you tonight. You have a troubled heart. Your world has been rocked. And the peace of God comes unexpectedly. Well, since I was nine years old, uh, I've learned a few things about peace that I wanted to share with you tonight. Three things. The first is God's peace is a gift. It's given to those who receive his son, Jesus Christ, by faith. It is not a product of self-effort, but it's a gift. Romans 5, verse 1 says this, Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And when we come to Christ as our Lord and Savior and we give our heart to him, he forgives our sins and removes hostility, removes his wrath, removes the judgment that we deserve and in its place. He dispenses this amazing grace in our life that brings this shalom, this peace with God. Secondly, when I, when I think of uh, a lot of decades since nine years old, God's peace is a fruit which is produced by a work of the Holy Spirit and is not subject to our circumstances. But it is evidence, God's peace, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. His peace is evidence of transformation in our life. That's why Paul can write, do not be anxious, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the next phrase, many of you know it, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. See, we are given a gift when we come to know him. That fruit is produced in our life. And that peace, thirdly, 
is always available to us, not subject to our circumstances. And it's always available to us when we put our, well, when we make Christ our refuge, when the anxiety and the difficulties of circumstances, we choose to find our refuge in a good God who loves us, who we've come to find out experientially that he makes all things work together for good to those that have loved him and are called according to his purposes. And we walk in that refuge that we have in Christ and have confidence. So the question I began with is, when was the first time you experienced peace? And if that was a long time ago, then the offer and the invitation still stands tonight. That God is searching and he's looking for hearts that would turn to him and if we do that, he'll give us a gift, which is his peace. And he'll produce a fruit in our life that's not subject to our circumstances. And he'll make that peace continually available to us by the good work of his Holy Spirit in our life. And so my message to you tonight is step into who Jesus is and let him Bring his peace as the fruit, Galatians 5, 22, and let him bring his joy into your heart and into your life. I'd like to close with a prayer. It's a pastoral prayer. I wrote it this week. Just snippets of, it's all scripture. It's just snippets of um, scriptures that are meaningful to me. And I just want to pray that, pray this prayer over your life with the hope that, that you could experience the peace that I've found in Jesus Christ. Here's the prayer. Lord, I confess, Lord, that you, you, Lord, are my refuge. Lord, you are my strength. You are my very present help in times of trouble. Help me, Lord, to always trust you when I'm distressed. Lord, help me have courage to pour out my heart to you, for you are my refuge. Lord, I pray to you, the Prince of Peace, and I can confidently say that you give me peace every way, every time with great abundance. Now, Lord, as we have gathered here tonight to lift up the name of Christ and glorify him, Lord, tonight and in the days ahead, may we know your peace and may we know the love of Christ deep within our hearts. At this Christmas season, we pray. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Well, I want to invite you to stand. And uh, 
take this candle. And I know that, I know the Prince of Peace came and touched a nine-year-old boy many years ago. And if you need that peace in your heart, you're one small step away from experiencing that. The step is a step of faith. It's a prayer. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. And if you'll pray that prayer, I know my God will do that for you tonight. So God bless you. I love you very much. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the rest of your evening and your time together with family and friends tomorrow. God bless you.
God bless you guys. Have a very Merry Christmas. See you next time.